6.09 now, and the World Health Organization's communication strategy surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic has shown how communicating risk can itself be risky. To dive deeper into the topic, we're joined this morning by Associate Professor of Political Studies at the University of Ottawa, Natalie Berlone. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning. So thank you for joining us. What does this mean? You know, why is sharing information about a risky situation so difficult? Well, what our report shows and more broadly our studies is that at least within the first month of the pandemic, uh, the World Health Organization uh, seemed to prefer unconventional uh, channels to to diffuse information, specifically social media and Twitter, which uh, which which actually the, the use of Twitter was uh, seen was was increased during the first days of the pandemic, and this led to. Uh, to a difficult uh, situation in terms of uh, what kind of information is uh, communicated, how it is communicated, and uh, who has access to that information. So using social media uh, is problematic for for several reasons, one of them being that not everybody has equal access to information, being population or professionals, health professionals, or even governments. And the second point is that this kind of information is also uh, drowned in a in, in, in other information that uh, may lead to disinformation, actually, uh, when we, we, if we suppose that uh, official channels at least uh, give a certain form of credibility to information. And I understand that uh, social media, they were not alone on Twitter, but also used various different platforms, and, and that could have been confusing to the public as well. Yes, they, they used Facebook, they used uh, inter- Instagram, uh, and, and, and they're... I mean, there, there are problems in terms of one of the problems we, uh, we uh, witnessed was uh, mixed messages that were uh, sent, uh, ex- especially, for instance, on risk assessment or travel recommendations. So in the first month, there were kind of different, uh, uh, the, the, the risk of the pandemic was assessed as a, as a moderate risk in the first uh, reports of first days and then uh, retracted and, and reassessed as a high, uh, high risk and saying that the first assessment was not necessarily a good one or wrong. So, so, so that led to a kind of a, uh, uh, multiple definition of, of, of important information uh, uh, with government trying at the same time to develop their own communication strategy and their own uh, uh, guidelines to, uh, to, to, to tackle the, the pandemic. So yes, uh, this, uh, the use of, um, of un, infor, unfor, uh, informal channels uh, and not the formal ones that are actually agreed on uh, from international uh, treaties uh, is uh, was problematic for the world organization and 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 was actually led to uh, to to consequences for that organization i think the the us pulled out which which is not necessarily a good thing <laughs> no, so, so natalie you know i'm looking at some of the stats in in the article that's in the conversation.com and and mm-hmm. the 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 media use as you say, it was all over the place. 143 Twitter posts, 21 Facebook yes. posts, 10 Instagram posts, no clear or cons- consistent pattern. And you're right. I mean, the people, you know, seniors were one group. Now we know that really needed to get that message pretty quickly. And I would yes. suspect a lot of seniors are not on social media and likely didn't get this information quickly. Yes, and I think that's, that is one, uh, if there is one, what, what, what we need to look for now. And, and you, you also have to remember that we only studied the first month, but at least that was kind of the, 
the, the high point mm-hmm. of the, 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 the pandemic, uh, informing uh, uh, population and government. Um, but what, there, there is lessons to be learned here. And uh, if we're saying we're being a little bit critical about uh, the, the, the communication strategy, but we certainly think that the World Health Organization must be part of the solution because they, they, this is a necessary institution for, for uh, some uh, countries uh, who don't have as Canada a health system that is uh, functioning, you know, uh, well. So, uh, so there is a, a need to rethink the communication strategies and how we do communicate in an increased uh, connected world. Uh, what kind of information is needed? Uh, what kind of uh, uh, what what should be learned from uh, the potential of uh, sending mixed messages and creating confusion and ultimate and ultimately leading to criticisms. And the criticisms also uh, uh, began the second week of March when it was finally deemed a pandemic. Uh, some people were saying that the World Health Organization should have used that uh, term uh, earlier in the yes. uh, fight against COVID-19. Yes. So uh, so in not only mixed messages, but definitions. Uh, uh, for instance, uh, um, uh, you, you may have seen that in the report, but uh, travel... Uh, uh, the, the travel uh, guidelines that mm-hmm. were uh, uh, presented to or recommendations that were presented were not clear. What should be should have done and how uh, people should have reacted to uh, to 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 you know, what decisions uh, population should have taken in terms of travel uh, travel plans. So yes, there is a, a potential when you use uh, different sorts of media uh, of uh, of media, but also of different sorts of uh, uh, of, of channels of information to uh, to create a high uh, high uh, high high number of problems in terms of, of conveying the right information to the right people. No, as you mentioned, the the WHO is important to many countries that don't have the same health care as, say, Canada does. And yet there are so many people who criticize it. And Donald Trump, uh, president of the United States, obviously one who's taken funding away from the WHO Mm -hmm. via America. So what needs to be done with the the World Health Organization to make it more effective, do you think, and make it more, um, you know, accepted by more countries as, as to doing the job it should be doing? But certainly uh, uh, avoiding a strategy that looks like no strategy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's one, uh, one of the lessons. Uh, and bypassing formal, formal channels uh, may be a problem uh, for, for, uh, for an, an international organization such as the World Organization. But, uh, but again, I mean, uh, this is an important organization that, is, uh, that needs to, to explain its mistake to be transparent and learn from the pitfalls and be prepared for the next uh, crisis, as uh, we all know, that is uh, uh, at our doors. <laughs> you know, so it, it, so 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 it's more of the U of the WHO, but uh, a better of the World Health Organization. So an assessment of the situation is needed. But again, uh, uh, we, we, I, I would like to stress that our report only. Uh, it's looked at the first month where mm-hmm. we're going we're, we're in the process of looking at the other months but certainly this is a, a big issue uh, to to address and and i believe with uh, the consequences that the communication strategy had uh, the the organization itself is, uh, is 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 looking into the pitfalls of its uh, strategy well natalie thank you so much for uh, sharing the details of your study we appreciate it you're welcome that thank is- you Thank you. That is Natalie Berlone, Associate Professor, Political Studies.
from the University of Ottawa. It's coming up on 617 Helicopter Traffic Time, brought to you by West District by Truman, Calgary's last and best master plan community inside the Stony Trail Ring Road. Crews remain on scene to that incident up in the northeast along southbound Stony Trail just after 96th Avenue as you continue down towards McKnight Boulevard. It is causing just a small slowdown right now. We are taking a look at Crochelle Trail over on the northwest end. Ongoing construction northbound both at 24th Avenue with a right lane closure and then up by Sarcy Trail. That's where you're down to a single lane for uh, construction. If you're traveling southbound Crochelle, the 10-minute drive from Stony Trail down towards the Bow River construction zone, nice and smooth so far. Same with 16th Avenue out of the northwest. Eastbound lanes are running smoothly out towards Crowchild. Just be aware of that ongoing construction at Stony Trail out towards Old Bamp Coach Road. Speed restrictions and lane closures in both directions. Ever wonder what that blue cow logo stands for? It means a Canadian dairy farmer worked hard to bring you high quality Canadian dairy. So take a moment to be proud. For the 770 CHQR Traffic Helicopter, I'm Brady Howard.